Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Wow. And here we are. My debut episode of On the Fence. You honestly can't imagine how excited I am about this. I've been wanting a podcast for months now, but I just never had the time to sit down and actually make it happen. I decided that it was finally time to change that. I specifically made the decision not to go through a media company and instead do it on my own. You know, Monica style. I know people have their own podcasts and they graciously offered to help me out. Right now, I'm going to start off with having people on to talk about certain topics, but I'm also going to have some solo episodes. And then you know what? We're just going to figure it out along the way. This is kind of like an experiment. So I want to know your feedback. Let me know what you like, what you want more of, and if you're just a troll that doesn't like anything, well, honestly, I just feel sad for you and you can leave me alone. But if you're just excited for the show, thank you for tuning in. And if you want to be an amazing little fairy, please share my podcast on your Instagram stories, your Twitter, TikTok, MySpace, whatever. Tell your friends, your brother, your sister, your mom, anyone and everyone, because I would love to build, entertain, and educate my audience. And here we go. This is On the Fence with Monica Oksanen. Today we have Sam Dorman with us, a 2016 Olympic silver medalist in synchronized diving and an NCAA champion. Look at you, legend. (laughs) I try, I try. Isn't it funny, like, after the Olympics, like, anytime somebody talks to you about it, it just still seems so surreal? Yeah, I mean, it brings you back to those exact same memories that you uh, went through with, you know, your, your team, coaches, friends, family. Yeah, and it's like it's I don't know for for me it's like something I don't even really think about on a regular basis until somebody asks me they're like oh you're a medalist and I'm like huh you're right I didn't think about this for yeah, a while I don't think like I don't know I always viewed myself as an average person but just with some ability in one direction you know yeah. people yeah, specialize exactly. in finance they specialize in accounting I just specialized in diving exactly exactly and then it's like two. I don't know. It's like it's a goal I accomplished. And it's like, okay, well, like next goal again, because we're Olympians. That's all we think about is what's the next thing? How can we be the best at the next thing? What are we doing? So I was like the Olympics happened. I was like, cool. okay. well, what am I doing next? All right. I want to do another Olympics instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm a bronze medalist. I'm the coolest person ever. Who cares? It's over done. Yeah, I agree. I definitely agree. It's uh, I think goal setting is super important and has helped me you know, stay on track and and keep my mind in the right place and uh, keep pushing myself further and further to achieve those next goals and also, you know, ride those highs and and trying to eliminate the lows as much as possible. Yep, spoken like a true Olympian, (laughs) I would say. Yeah, yeah. All right, so topic of today is the Olympic Mm -hmm. Village. I don't know about you, but anytime I ever talk about being Olympian or somebody finds out that first question is, is it true that everybody sleeps around with everybody at the Olympic village? That is a good question. Everybody. So I don't know for, I think it applies to certain athletes as we being at the Olympics, we saw that there's athletes that party all of the time. And then there's athletes that are there to compete. And then once they finish competing, they party. Uh, I think I went to a total of maybe three parties when Mm -hmm. I was there. I don't know about you, but I, I really, that wasn't a thing that I was really doing. Plus, I didn't really even know where to go. I didn't know enough people. So, yeah. What um, about you? I didn't start partying until afterwards. I mean, we all were focused on our events and, and 
didn't want to interrupt that. And then afterwards, oh man, I let loose. As as everybody else, anybody would in that position, you know? You finish competing, oh, yeah, you get a medal, and you're like, all right, I'm done. Like, I'm gonna watch events. I'm gonna enjoy my time here. I had 11, I think it was 11 days there. Everybody knew that I was the guy on the team that likes to go out, have a good time. So, of course, I went out, had a good time. I had my, at the time it was my parents and my best friend JC and his girlfriend at the time, Aaron, came. And we all got to, I'd become good friends with Ricky Fowler and he invited us to go on the golf course and watch him play. And so all of us went on the course, we get over there and we go in like this little athlete section and there were fridges just loaded with beers. I mean, they were like, oh I don't know, four or five just fridges and they were just straight for beer and it had Stella in there. And so my dad and I went in there and just loaded our backpacks full of beer and we walked around the golf course all day and just got drunk and watched golf. And it was, oh man, so much fun with my parents to, to spend that with them. And then after they left, I was there for another, I think they left three or four days after that. And I left six days or seven days after that. And I mean, that's when you and I met because we met through race. Race and I met at, uh, in the, gosh, we were eating with Cassidy Cook, a diver. And Race came and ate with us, and I we just could not stop laughing because he was just so funny. So we, Race and I hit it off, and then he had finished competing, and I think him and I were one of the only athletes that had finished competing, I think. And so we started going out, and uh, we went to a bunch of clubs and parties, some like, you know, like Red Bull parties and, and stuff like that. But it was, man, what a good time. I heard about the Red Bull party from uh, my roommate. I remember she came back, I don't know, like early morning, left the room. I didn't see her for several hours. And then I saw her and she's like, dude, I think I'm having a heart attack. All I, I had so many Red Bull vodkas. <laughs> so I didn't go to that party. I just heard yeah, all about it. Yeah, it was a really it. good party. It was, gosh, we went with, I can't even remember. It was just a bunch of athletes, man. A bunch of athletes just there having a good time. Like they all were done competing. Everybody's just relaxing and and unwinding because you know everybody's just so uptight about competing and now they're finally done and able to relax and no one's talking about competition and everybody's just you know enjoying themselves because you've been yeah. working yeah. so hard it's been a lifelong dream of getting there and then competing and so after that it's like all right let's just just be free for a little bit yeah it's literally like a weight off your shoulders i remember the first night that i went out at the it was the team usa house we ripped so many shots <laughs> yes. i don't even know how yes. i i don't know how i survived that but it was they literally um, i think it might have even been the same no it wasn't because i went to the the men's foil celebration party no it might have been the same day at the team usa house so i don't know maybe Probably. you were there i mean we were i think we were playing i was i was there with Wherever race was, I was. That's for sure. So if race was there, I was 100% there. Yeah. So we, we, I know we ripped so many shots at the Team USA house, stopped serving shots after yeah, that. A, that. The Team USA house is amazing. That was like a, a safe haven of food and alcohol and, and just relaxing. Yeah. And I mean, the Olympic Village food was, yeah, that was garbage. I, yeah, that was weird. I, but I'm assuming it would be like that just because there's so many different people that have so many uh, allergies. They, they can't put seasoning on things. They can't do anything. I remember seeing the whole tray. The only, the only thing that was good was the fruit. But they did. Shit, those were delicious. 
Yeah, I ate the Fruit Loops all the time too. But I remember they they was like they didn't label things in the beginning, so people were complaining about having allergies and not knowing what's in it. And then they were over seasoning because there were some things that were too salty. And I remember I was eating pad thai at the table with a whole bunch of different athletes, and I bit into a pepper, and all of a sudden my mouth just went on fire. And I remember like I remember I looked up at uh, Dagmara. And she's like, what happened? I was like, I just ate a pepper. And then everyone started running to go get me milk. So I, I, I hated yeah. the food. I hated yeah. it. I ate a lot of McDonald's. <laughs> the McDonald's. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of going out and drinking, we would just go to the McDonald's. And the lines were so long, I would just get excessive amounts of food from there and put it in my fridge. Same. I would go every morning before the line started and I would get a whole bunch of food and just carry it back in like four bags and just have breakfast, lunch and dinner from McDonald's. Is there going to be a McDonald's in the next village? No, they're no more. They're no longer a sponsor. Wow. So we were the right? last How round upsetting. to ever experience McDonald's in the Olympics. See, thank God he retired. Seriously, man. No reason for a comeback. Yeah, no reason for a comeback. They don't have McDonald's there. Why would I? Yeah, there you go. That's so funny. But we actually, didn't we go to a party together at the Olympics? I know we pre-gamed. But we did you... pre-gamed, and then we went, gosh, where was it? The pre-game was in, in Race's room? I don't know. Yeah, because it was like, it was, it was Race, Alex, I think, I think Eli, Daga, Cassidy, you. I don't, I don't remember anybody else. Was we Miles there? King. Miles might have been there. I'm not sure. I don't think so. Well, he might have pre-gamed with us, but I, I don't remember him coming to the party. But maybe. Who knows? But yeah, I remember we played Kings, and then we wanted to go to this party that was hosted by somebody for the athletes. I don't was remember Was it a who. Brazilian girl? There was a Brazilian girl that was always putting on some event. We went to some, maybe. like, maybe. ghetto party. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, that's and, the one. And yeah, because I, I remember I met the German divers there. We went there, and then I can't remember what happened after that. Jeez. Well, I remember some parts of it, so I was hoping you could help me piece together because I don't know if I wasn't roofied that night. So we we convinced some work the workers outside in a van to drive okay. us, and then I remember pulling up to literally the middle of nowhere and like some like rundown building or something like far that. off. It was like I remember we were all sitting in the van and like uh. I think we should go back to the village. I don't think we should go here. This doesn't sound. This doesn't seem like safe and then you guys rec or you or cassidy recognized yeah a i think diver. the german divers yeah, yeah yeah and you're like this is the party we need to get out so we're like okay i guess so we had to pay like 25 30 dollars to get in in cash not everybody had cash luckily somebody That's did weird, like they made us pay and too. then like, come on. right like an athlete sponsored party but i don't know and then daga and i went to the bathrooms and i remember all the girls were painting their faces in like I don't know, like glow in the dark paint or something. Yeah. And then, and then we came out, and then all the guys, all you guys were like, "What? We want face paint." So then I remember we grabbed you guys and pulled you guys into the. I don't remember who it was. I don't know if you were part of it too. I know for sure Eli, mm -hmm. and like mm -hmm. we pulled them in and painted faces, and then we went out, and then I think we kind of all separated because I don't remember really seeing I you there after that. I I just remember drinking with the German divers because I've like gone out with them so much so like I knew I was so familiar with them so I don't know whenever I'm out with them it just becomes an absolute shit show that's with any Germans same thing with the fencing team they're always as soon as they yeah. finish competing actually at a world cup I, I remember I meddled and we had to wait for the um to do drug testing they were handing us beers to drink not water yeah we were getting beers at the competition waiting to get drug you're tested you're kidding me no, I wow. swear. So anytime with any German athletes is always a great time. So I don't blame you. You definitely should have been hanging out with them. 
Yeah, the German for, divers are they're a good time. They're good. They're great people, and they also really enjoy a beer or ten, or yeah, or forty. So then. I don't, again, I don't, I just remember there was like that huge dance floor in the uh-huh. center. Yeah. I, remember, I remember talking to some Brazilian guy, but that also lived in America. And then while we were talking, we had um, little people dressed up in a trench cloak come out and dance on the stage. I remember this. Oh my okay, God. Okay, thank oh God. God. All right. I wasn't roofied. So this really happened. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. And then there were fireworks. There were loads of fireworks. Yes! Oh my god, Loads thank god. Loads of fireworks. I remember yeah. climbing on some rooftop and being like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? Okay, cool. I swear, I've, and whenever I've tell, told anybody that story, everyone's like, you're, you definitely were roofing. No, yeah, there were, there were little people there, like, dancing in the trench coats, I want to say, and then I uh, Yeah, and then the they fireworks. took, they, like, threw, they took off the trench coat, and then they were just dancing around. there was around. a photographer there, there was, I, I can't remember the drink situation. I don't um, know, I don't um, know what we were drinking. I think they had like concoctions and like kind of like jungle juice style. I don't really remember them mixing Gosh, drinks. Man, I mean, I, to be honest, man, I was so drunk the whole time when I was there afterwards that like, if I had to do it all over again, I probably wouldn't drink as much as I did. Yeah, I think if we did that this time around, I think I would die. To be completely honest, and I didn't even—it's not like I even went out that much. But no, that night was that was the craziest party I have ever yeah, been what to. A, what a time! <laughs> but I'm so glad you confirmed that there were actually. No, yeah, I, I, there was that. Gosh, what else? What other? I also got a staff infection while I was there. Yeah. What? When we were on the golf How? course, I got How? bit by some. They said I got bit by a spider, and my ankle started swelling up. I couldn't walk. I was like oh. limping everywhere, and of course, like, I didn't care. I'm like, I didn't know what it was. I'm like, oh, it's just like my ankle from diving too much, whatever. And kept going and going and going, and like three days later. I really couldn't walk. I was like, man, I should probably go downstairs and see the doctor. So I went and saw the doctor, and he's like, dude, how long have you had this going on for? I'm like, oh uh, a couple oh days. God. And he's like, well, you need to get antibiotics. You've got a staph infection. I'm like, what? That's crazy. Yeah, and I was like, all right, well, threw me on antibiotics, and I just went back to living it up. Oh, my God. Poor choice. Poor choice going out after that. But, like, I couldn't help myself. I'm here. Yeah. Look at us. We're here. <laughs> Once in a lifetime experience, you gotta take advantage yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. it's fine. I think those doctors um, in sports med were had the craziest stories nonstop. I remember I came in, I got my Olympic tattoo with Buzzfeed, and I came in afterwards. I was like, "Hey, can you guys like help me? <laughs> I need to bandage this up. Like, why are you getting tattoos in Brazil? <laughs> I don't know. Buzzfeed, Buzzfeed made me made me do it. So like, I yeah. did it. Oh, that's hilarious. That's a good idea to get them while you're there. Yeah, so I, well, I mean, you know, Rio is a little sketch sometimes, so they found the number one tattoo place, they researched it, yeah, they fil- They actually filmed me doing it, and it was a free tattoo, it's a great story, it didn't get infected, we're, su- we'll s- we're all still here today, that's yeah, all that matters. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Where'd you get it? Oh, there my it is. Wrist. Yeah, 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 now I remember. I you Where's have yours? one too, right? Where's yours? Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I remember. I remember seeing everybody's stories yeah. about it. good times, man. Tattoos burn. They do. They do. They're fun during, but like afterwards, they, it's not pleasant. But I remember somebody recently asked me, they're like, do you have to get a tattoo when you go to Olympic? I'm like, no, what do you mean? Nobody requires you to do it. But like, it's an amazing memory. So a lot of us really yeah. do do it. There's a, gosh, I know so many people that have it. So I mean, yeah, it's a normal thing. I always wanted it ever since I saw it when I was a little kid. I was like, that's what do I want. I'm do you have do it? That. 
same, same. As soon as I, well, as soon as I, I qualified, I mean, I was an alternate, but I was like, as soon as I get, like, as soon as I compete, I'm getting my Olympic tattoo. I have to do it. I want you know there's a You know there's a diver that has one that's never been to the Olympics? Yeah. Really? I forget what country he's from, but he has it on his lower back. Wait, so he has a tram stamp? <laughs> it's not attractive whatsoever. It's it's terrible. And he's tried to he's tried to qualify like two or three times now and just couldn't do it. Has not made the Olympics and has the tattoo. I feel like that's like a superstition. I feel like he's not making this team because he did that. I yeah, that's it's just so bad. Like I would never get it until after you're done competing. Like the the yeah, box has not yeah. been checked until you're done competing. Exactly. Like, you can even, like, okay, you could qualify for the team and then break a leg and then not be able to go. Like, the one exactly. gymnast. And then you just yes. went and got this tattoo. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody asked me on one of my Instagram posts of what I thought about it. Like, if it should be, if people should be getting the Olympic rings without being Olympians. And I said, I mean, I really don't think so. I think it's... Same thing, like, I don't think people should have, like, the same Olympic gear that we have. Like, we work our asses off to get it, and then you can just buy it at, what, people were buying it at Marshalls later down the line? Yeah. It was crazy. Like, it should be, like, a different thing of, like, I don't know, like, United States of America on the thing, but not United States Olympic team. Because I see people in the streets, and I run up to them, like, you're an Olympian. They're like, no, my dad just bought it. Oh, okay. That's fine. I just hustled. I'm... I made myself broke doing all this, but you can just buy it. That's cool. marketing for you. And yeah. They're wearing it. Oh, I want to wear it. Oh, I can, you, I can buy it. Oh, we're just going to mark that up an excessive amount for $400 for a sock. Yeah. Ugh, annoying. Did you have any other crazy Olympic party stories? Aside from, I guess, the Red Bull one and the favela one? I don't really have them, like I said. When we, I oh, did... closing ceremonies, actually, was really funny because we had... It was Miles and I, at some point they let us go on the stage and join them and dance with them. Wait, I do remember this. Yeah. I do remember and this. They get, they're like, they started like putting their like headpieces on us and then they, yes. then we got to wear their costumes and we're like, what is going on? But Miles and I are like, like, give me these costumes. Oh and so God. when we were there, it was, uh. I was in like this massive like I looked like a like a the top of a palm tree like I had just like palms everywhere. Oh yeah. my and it was like a yes. massive oh dress God, that just came down. About this. And I think Miles was in the same thing and we brought the the costumes all the way back to the village. I do remember all of this. I I completely forgot about this how like everybody after everything happened then that the dancing started there was like moving truck or like trucks with stuff on them yeah. in the middle of the yeah. floor people were running around with costumes they were handing out hats oh my god i have photos of it. i completely forgot about the closing ceremony yeah we were and before we were waiting in line we all were just waiting in line slugging beers just slugging them because we had been we like snuck through this little fence to go buy beers and then bring them back out to everybody else so we were slugging beers and then after they got on the stage, started dancing with them. We were, like, climbing on top of this thing. There was, like, people yelling at us. We're just having the time of our lives, not caring. We're like, what are you going to do? Kick us out? We're leaving tomorrow anyways. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. We gotta, so funny. So we took those back to the village. I mean, gosh, I'm trying to think of other stuff that happened when we were there. Well, I remember for closing ceremonies, I didn't even know that, I didn't realize that we drank for it. So I didn't come prepared with anything. And I just remember showing up on the bus. We were definitely on the same bus because Miles was sharing 
his stuff with me and Alex and all them, all of them. But I just remember getting on the bus and everybody's just like chugging vodka. I was like, wait, what happened? Why did nobody let <laughs> yeah. me know about this? So, but then it ended up being like we all were passing it all around. I mean, pre-COVID, thank God. And then got a little shwasty. And then somebody, I was walking through it, but they had cars where you could buy beer, like walking out to go to closing ceremonies. So I remember I got that. It was raining. So we had those stupid ponchos. Yeah. <laughs> and, then the, and then the chairs were wet. So then you were like, and it would like rain and then not rain. And we were just sitting down on these wet chairs and we would take it off. I got sick afterwards, which makes sense because it was kind of chilly that night for whatever reason. And it was, we were soaking wet. Oh my God. I complete, thank God we just did this because the fact that I forgot about all Yeah. This. So, and the, you came to the White House too, right? Yes. Yeah, and we had, that was a good time there. We went out one of those nights when we were there as well. Yeah, well, we, we all did, but they, that's a funny story too. They set us up for failure. Yeah, because they made us wake up so early. Oh, the, you're talking about specifically the White House. Oh, I was talking about even like the Team USA party that we had the night before. Oh, yeah, that party was great. Yeah, but they set us up for failure or they set us up to blackout. So I don't know about your travel experience there, but I, I flew out that morning we were delayed, and then I had my, like, bus time was pretty early. I, I came in, like, 15 minutes after the bus time of, like, going to the red carpet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we have to dress up. So I'm in sweats. They didn't have a room ready for me. I got dressed in the bathroom. Somebody took my bags upstairs, got on the bus, whatever, went, did the red carpet thing, and then you came, came into, like, the pre-party, and there was no food there except, like, little appetizers. Yeah, they were walking around with snacks. I remember that. I'm like, I need all of these snacks. You think, like, yeah, all, all yeah, of us have been I, working out. What do you think? We're not hungry? Yeah, I, did, I didn't, hadn't eaten since, like, 9 a.m. that day. So I was, like, grabbing all of the snacks. But, like, of course, we're all doing that because we're all Olympians. We all went through a similar story. Yeah. So it's, like, the trays were, like, like far and few between. And then we had alcohol. I remember drinking white wine because, like, let me start off easy. We're not <laughs> I'm already hammered by the time we're doing the award ceremony. Alicia Glass and I tried to get pizza together. Because we were starving. <laughs> Couldn't find out where to order it to. We like snuck out and then eventually it was that dinner where they didn't, we couldn't even sit down at the tables. There was like the standing tables. There was, I think there was like two things of food, but there's what, like how many Olympians? 500 Olympians, 400 Olympians, like trying to get through food. Oh my God. I was hammered. And then we went out afterwards. Where did we go out after? Some bar, but I barely remember it because I was blacked out because they didn't feed us. Oh man. We went, gosh, I remember we went to some bar, I went to some bar with race. Because I was rooming with him then, and we, gosh, I can't recall. It was a hell of a time. Then we had, did you go to the FBI headquarters the next day? No, I just did the Oh, White we House. went to the FBI headquarters the next day. They, like, they recruited us. They're like, hey, we'd like to hire you. And I'm like, what? Me? That's crazy. How did you guys get that? They took everybody there. They just said, hey, if you guys want to go do this. And I was like, I mean, FBI headquarters, that sounds cool. What do you mean to go go shoot guns or something? So I'm like, yeah. I'll check yeah, it out. Like, and then they sit us down that. in a room. They're like, hey, we want you to be part of our company. Like, me? Why, why me? What do I have to do with this? Like, w- number one hires are Olympians. And I'm like, oh, shit, that's kind of cool. And then I was, like, thinking about it. I'm like, man, FBI. That'd be kind of, kind of tight. Damn, I didn't know that. And they're Look at like, that. ah, you can't do this. You can't do this. You can't do this. I'm like, oh, I need some freedom. Sorry, no thanks. Yeah, they have so many, like, top secret clearances and all that stuff. Yeah, so too, many, too many rules for me. I, I like to break the rules. I don't like to follow them. Especially because we had to live by so many rules as a Yeah, I'm, I'm tired of rules. Tired of rules. I'm a rebel. Yeah. Oh, that's so yeah. funny. And then for the, well, 
for the White House, my my roommate didn't even wake me up. What? I was, yeah. So I came, I woke up by myself, and I woke up looking around. I was like, what's going on? Then I went downstairs. I forget one of the guys from Team USA was downstairs, and he's like, oh, you're on the late ones. I'm like, yeah, nobody woke me up. I don't, like, my phone died or something. So then he bought me, he bought me a bagel in the lobby and put me in a car. I forgot to bring my ID. So then, <laughs> it's so funny. So I came up to the thing, and I'm like, oh, okay. Do you know, how, can you guess how I verified who you I am? You Googled yourself. Facebook. What? They made me f- pull up my Facebook profile. And then they're like, okay, you're Monica. No way. I swear, I swear on my life. And I was like, this is a joke? You're going to let me in after seeing my Facebook profile? Wow. Who would have thought? Crazy, I know. Maybe it's because at, like all the Olymp- Olympians were going. So they're like, yeah. oh, you'll, yeah. you're wearing the stuff. You're most likely it. And But I think I had to Google myself and then also Facebook. Maybe that's how it was. But for sure, Facebook was like the final Jeez. question. Well, I got through an airport one time doing that. I went to, well, it wasn't like, it was an airport, but it was like a, a private airport. And we went to the security gate and you just like drive up to go into the airport to like go get in your plane. And uh, we're, go- we're going on my friend's like plane that he just stunts in. So we got to fly and do all these crazy things in the air. And so we go and get in the plane or go to the airport. And I was like, I look at him, I was like, oh shit, I forgot my ID. He goes, oh no. And we're in California. He lives like an hour away in traffic. So it's just miserable. And this was the only time. And the guy's like, IDs? And I was like, I don't have my ID. And he's like, ooh. And I was like, but I can verify it. And he's like, how do you do that? And I was like, Googled myself, showed him the picture. And he's like, wow, I'll let this one slide. I'm like, holy shit, I just got into an airport. Like, <laughs> with just my name and a photo from Google. Who would have thought? Like, I could have made, I could have made, I could have Googled, I could have typed that all up and made a website and be like, here, look, this is me. He would have believed it and yeah. said, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I could have made a fake Facebook profile. Who would have thought? Not me. Yeah, yeah, I know. White House in with just yeah Facebook profile. I don't remember them being parties after the White House. No, I don't don't remember any after that. I think I was like, "Mm, I can't do this anymore. I mean, that was a that 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 was the most drinking I think I've ever done was at the Olympics. It was just day after day, and that it hurt. That was. That was like the beer Olympics. So there's the real Olympics, then there's the beer Olympics. And I definitely just like, I think I might've got a silver medal in the beer Olympics too. Basically. Oh my God. Yeah. That's where the whole idea came from, right? Everybody has their beer Olympics. Yeah. That's it's inspired by us. All of our drinking. Yeah. I mean, I, I was drinking with them. That's for sure. So funny. Oh my God. I know. Memories. I know. Man. I wish we could go back in time and just relive them again. Yeah. Literally, I wouldn't even change anything about it. I think it was all yeah perfect. I think I did. Maybe I could have gone to a few more parties. I could have gone to more events. That's what I could have done. Yeah. Did you go? What events did you go? Um, coolest event I got to see was Usain Bolt run the two hundred. Oh my God, it's amazing! I wanted to do that. It was so we had this lady contact us and she's like, "Hey, we want to interview you at an event." I was like, "Okay, what event?" She goes, "You guys can choose." I go, "I can choose any event." That's amazing. And she's like, yeah. I go, are you sure? Like any event? She's like, yeah. I was like, all right. We want to watch Usain Bolt run the 200. She goes, okay. Got tickets. We sit down. We're like the fifth row oh my at the finish line. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? And behind me, like two seats over, Zach Efron sits down. Oh, and shit. I was like, holy shit. Like. What is going on right now? And at the time, there were some memes going around that my singer partner, Mikey, looked like Zac Efron. So then we, 
I reached over and I was like, yo, your, your doppelganger's over here. And he's like, Sam, Mikey. I'm like, oh shit, this guy knows my name? Oh my God, that's amazing. He's like, good job yesterday or two days ago. I'm like, holy crap. Like he watched our event. And so we were like talking shit and uh, Mikey took a picture with Zach and posted it on his Instagram. The dude went viral and like just, I don't know, there's, he gained like 80,000 followers in the span of like two hours. Some ridiculousness. Damn. damn. But yeah, super cool guy. Got to meet him. He's That's awesome. I love hearing that celebrities are cool people. And it's so cool, crazy too, that we're competing and they're watching us. Meanwhile, we're watching all of their movies and all of their shows. So it's just like a, such a weird like twilight. Yeah, movie. you're like, why are you talking to me? They're probably like, why are you talking to me? Yeah, literally. That's so funny. Um, so I went, is that the only event you no, went to? No, I went to that. I saw Phelps in his last race. I saw, oh man. I had to go to a bunch of diving events just because my teammates were still competing. So we went. I was required to go a bunch of those. Water polo. Um, gosh, what else did we go see? Volleyball. We went to volleyball. That was cool. Um, golf, of course. Got to watch Bubba and Ricky. Um, I actually met Ricky. I think I told you the story. In a, on the van heading to... Uh, I forget what it was called. Something with an L, but it was one of the u.s training centers and we were just like randomly in a van together and we're like just shooting the shit and i remember he walked out of the car and like he it's not he was he was like oh my name's ricky whatever i'm not like i follow golf so i i assumed obviously he's an mm-hmm. olympian but i don't know obviously that's got to be good because he's an olympian but i didn't know anything else and he like walked off and somebody from a taekwondo like oh my god is that ricky fowler i don't know his name's ricky for sure they're like oh my god he's a yeah, legend he's a nice guy super nice guy oh and yeah he, where were you going uh, it was, it was one of the training centers that was like 15 minutes away. It's, the name was with an L. It was like an old It was 15 school. minutes away from the village? Yeah, well, yeah. I never, I've never went to that. A bunch of people were going to that. I don't know why. Because it was different. I think it was, I guess it was golf since he went there. It was definitely taekwondo, fencing. I don't know what other sports were there. It was a cool place, like a chill place. Like we had a pool, we had a slide going down, um, flowers from the USOC, uh, training center. She was there cooking meals for oh, us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It yeah, was a cool place. I, yeah, I wish I would have gone over there. Another, oh, did you ever try getting Ubers when you were there? And how much yeah. of a shit show that was, trying to get back to the village? Yeah. Uh, we almost died in one. My best friend and I went to, I think it was the day we went to Sugarloaf. Uh-huh. And on our way back, we had like 17 hours of traffic. <laughs> yeah. God forbid you took an Uber. Every, you wanted to always take those buses because the traffic was just insane in Rio. And then this man, it was an Uber pool. And we actually, I actually got a contract with, uh, for fencing stuff. And, and Adidas has been sending me clothes ever since this. The guy from, that got into my car, Uber, was actually from France working for no Adidas. No way. Yeah. And it was before I competed. I think I was competing in like two days or three days or something. It was like our day off before we competed. And my best friend, she was like, like he said something about Adidas. She was like, well, like Monica over here is competing in a few days. I assure you she's going to be meddling. Not that anybody knew, but she was just trying to get me something. And he's like, okay, cool. Here's my contact information. Reach out to me after you compete. Let's see if we can get you no a deal. No way. Yeah, so that was really cool. That worked out. And then we almost died in the car, so we bonded over that. So he's probably like, well, we, we had a near-death experience, so let's get this girl Oh, contract. man. Yeah. At least, at least some clothes while she's in her, in her grave. Yeah. 
some some dope Adidas nice. clothes. Was... Speaking of which, I'm wearing Adidas, of, of course. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was my Uber story. What about you? Did did you have a crazy one? Well, we could we like, could never get Ubers that were like they would never go directly to the village. You had to walk like a half a mile, yeah. which was like like they would never go to the village. We're like, no, like drive further, and they're like, no, why not? We need to go yeah, there. We yeah, can't. I'm like, like, what do you mean you can't? Just drive. Like, it's better yeah, to ask for forgiveness, yeah, they not me permission. Off, like, exactly. They dropped me off at one point on the side of a highway where, like, you could then walk down to the village. I was like, we're literally on a highway. People are going 80 miles per an hour. You just pulled over and you're just leaving, letting me walk out. And he's like, yeah, Yeah, bye. it was, okay. I don't know why they, they wouldn't let us get our Ubers there. But, I mean, whatever. We made it. We survived. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of drunk walking, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. And leftover McDonald's. Yeah, always like, food of thought. in the fridge. Like, yeah. That's the best. That was the best. And then all the things that you could accomplish with oh, pins. Oh, I forgot my credential to get into the village, and I used pins and bribed them to get in. Oh, my God. I heard, I think it was English Gardener told me a story that, like, with two pins, she let her whole family into the Yeah, village. they're just like, here, here's some pins. And they're like, really, pins? Do whatever you want. I'm like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, literally. It's so funny because it's just like a hunk of metal and everybody wants it. Everybody's harassing you. As soon as you leave the village, everyone's like, let me have your pin. Let's trade. Please leave. And I'm like, what country do you have? They're like, we have Great Britain. I'm like, I already got it. Sorry, not trading. Yeah, it's so funny. And then like old Olympics too. Like you have some old men out there like, I've been collecting these pins for years. I travel every Olympics and just wait outside the village. You could be attending events and you're just trading pins. I mean... To each their own, yeah. but I feel like I'd be spending my Olympics differently. Yeah, whatever. but they are definitely a currency. That they're they're very useful. Yeah, and it's funny because I again tell people about it. And they're like, I'm confused. They you Olympians trade pins? I'm like, yeah, and then you could you could do a lot with pins. A lot. You can get your whole family in. You can get free this, free that. They're like, so with a pin, like the thing. You yeah, the like, little clip pin. You clip, like a lapel pin. I'm like, yep, that's it. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't get it either, but, and I always say, like, I'm not going to get into it. Same thing we did at Pan American Games in Peru. Like, the first day, I was like, oh, like, whatever. And then all of a sudden, at the end, I'm like, oh, my God, I need pins. I need to trade with this country. I need this pin. You get all of a sudden so into yeah, it. Yeah, they were, and did you did you collect a bunch of pins? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what to do with them, though. I just, like, I got to figure I something out. I have it on, like, this, like, pencil case that has a whole, like, kind of mesh-ish. Mm -hmm. And I just clipped them in between. Yeah, I gotta find something fun. Like, that'd be cool to create something to sell to all Olympians where they're like, here, this is what you do with all your pins now. Shit, okay. Look at that. Look at that business Jeez. idea. Look at that. We're That's on to something. That's what uh, we'll do. We'll another question. It. Another question for you. Where do you keep your Olympic uh, It's actually in a bunch of boxes right now. I just moved, so I was packed up. But I... It wasn't a shoe. <laughs> it was terrible. It wasn't a shoe box in my closet. But now I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna get like a nice glass case and put like a bunch of stuff in it. Yeah, it's always so funny because again, and somebody explained it to me and I didn't get it at the time. But like you and I don't care about the actual metal. Like that's not what's important to us. It's the fact that we accomplished it. Like the piece. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. that's for everybody yeah. else. Like when they meet yeah. you, they're like, well, "Do you have your medal with you?" You're like, "No, I don't carry this around." Like, do you understand how heavy? Yeah. It is? Like, oh, yeah. I want to see the medal. It's like, okay, but I won the medal. They're like, is that not cooler? So that was always an interesting thing. So from actually every Olympian that I've I've talked to about medals, everyone's kind of like, "Oh, it's like in a drawer drawer somewhere." I talked to Dwayne Wade at an event about it, and he was like, "Where's your medal?" And I, well, it's in my Rio box. Actually, it's currently in a backpack because I took it to Haiti with me. Mm -hmm. um, I've had it in the Rio box in in my car underneath my seat at a certain point. Now it's just been in the box on my desk or my dresser. But he was like, "Yeah." 
my thing, like my, the, the band like ripped off. I have to go and replace it. It's just sitting in a safe. I don't really know. I think both of them are in there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's it. the it's fact really that you did it, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's for us to show to our family and to show up at events, but otherwise, whatever. I got there. I did it. That's the accomplishment was what matters. It's, to and me. super heavy is I, I actually waited. Um, it's one pound, two ounces for the silver. I don't know what the other ones weigh, but that's what mine weighs. I think bronze, from what I remember reading, it was 1.1, so I'm not far off. Yeah. I, I remember I was talking at an event in high school, and I had to, like, run to do something really fast, and I forgot about it, when this thing smacked me in the chest. Yeah. I got yeah. nearly knocked the wind They're out of me. They're super heavy, man, and you don't realize it, because after you wear it for a while, your neck starts to hurt, and you're like, man, this is actually uncomfortable. Yeah, when we did all of our interviews afterwards, like, we mm-hmm. were out to, like, 3 a.m., I couldn't even, and they rip you out, and that's something that not a lot of people know. As soon as you're done competing, you get ripped out to do interviews on your way out of the venue. You get thrown into a golf cart. They bring you to, what is that building called? Yeah, the NBC building, basically. Basically. And then you're just, they put you in a room, they give you some waters, and then it's just like interview after interview after interview. You're answering the same questions, standing on your feet, wearing your medal, and they let you go like 2 or 3 a.m. Yeah. And also the amount of outfits you're required to take with you. It's like you have your warm-up outfit, then you have your like competing outfit, and then you have your podium outfit, and then you have your interview outfit. I'm like, jeez. Oh my geez. God, yeah, I forgot too. I, and it, like, I took a suitcase to my event. Yeah, you're right. I completely forgot about that. And everyone's like, yeah, you have to bring your podium wear, your interview wear, obviously everything you're competing in. And yeah. You need your makeup or whatever, a brush. You can grab a shower, a towel. You're right. Oh my God. So, you've just reminded me about so many things that I completely forgot about from the Olympics. Yeah, it's good times, man. Good times. Going to the... Getting all the outfitting, that was really fun. Oh my god, I that was one of the best days of my life. And walking into that dressing room at Nike and then having the emblem with your name on it, I yeah, I the teared logo, up. you're like, what? Yep, I teared up with everything, hung out really nicely. Oh my god, that was such a great day. Yeah, that was that was super. You could try on your Omega watch, go get your Ralph Lauren gear, you know. Oh my god, yeah. Do you know I wasn't supposed to get an Omega watch, apparently? Why? Because I was an alternate. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, some alternates got it, like Race got his Omega watch, I got my Omega watch, but there's some other girl on our team, she got a basic Swatch watch in comparison to our Omega watch, and she's like, how did you get that? Really? I was like, I don't know, I came up to the lady, I said my name, she's like, I said my name, and she sent me off to the Swatch thing across the across the way so like i don't know if they messed up for her or they messed up for me but i got a dope watch out of it so omega don't come for me (laughs) yeah man omega should send that other girl a watch yeah there you go omega don't come for me but send that girl a watch i'll give you her name afterwards that's funny yeah seriously but yeah all of our sunglasses my god and that just that giant suitcase from nike oh yeah i mean they i had like four or five suitcases and they're like, all right, we're going to ship the rest of these home. So, like, consolidate. I'm like, okay, didn't know. Yeah, and we all have right. to keep those bags. Did nobody warn you? Did, did no one give you a heads up? No, I had no clue. I had already packed. I had, like, oh. two luggages coming in. And they're like, all right, here's three bags. I'm like, what do I do with everything? Don't worry. We'll, we'll ship your stuff home. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, for, me, I, yeah. for me, my teammates told me. They're like, I mean, we had a training camp right before in Houston. And then we did, what was that day? What was that day called? I don't even know outfitting day i don't know it was like two no, days of it too oh my god i don't remember too long ago but whatever so we did that and then we flew out but she was like well obviously pack for the training camp and then she's like pretty much all you need to pack is like 
underwear, sports bras, and socks, and everything else they gave you. And I was like, are you sure? For like the two weeks, two and a half weeks we're there, I don't need any clothes. She's like, maybe bring a jacket in case it gets cold. That's it. Yeah. Okay. And then I, I remember I laid out everything on my bed in my room, and my queen or king size bed was almost entirely covered in clothes and shoes. Yeah. I mean, they load you up. It's it's insane. Half the stuff like. Some of the stuff I still have never worn. Same, like, we had, like, what, like, six polos? Yeah. Why do we need six polos? I don't know, it beats me. Like, oh, for events. I'm like, but why do I need six of them? Give me two. Give me some yeah. other stuff that I could be wearing all the time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good times, man. Good times. Yeah, it's such a nice trip down memory lane. Yeah. All right, well, I don't know. Do you have anything else that you want to bring up? Cause oh, I think man. I don't know. You, you gotta, You got to get more athletes on this. So we can, I want to hear the, their stories and their perspective because like, shit, I want to, all the dots need to connect. Like there's so I much know, right? that I don't Everyone's remember. Everyone's stories? Yeah. Yeah, I should do everybody from that party and everybody tells their story so we can figure it all out. You definitely got to do Cassidy so we can hear her story and perspective of it because she's got some funny stuff, I guarantee it. I've heard some crazy Cassidy stories. Yeah, she's Cassidy's awesome. Love, I love, love her. that girl. I love her. Yeah, I plan on having her. I don't know what topic I wanna I wanna bring up with her, but we're definitely gonna talk about that night and, and put some pieces together. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, thank one. you so much. That was fun. Yes, thank you. Uh, is there any any social media Instagram that you want people to come find you on? Oh yeah, you can find me. I think God, what's my social media? Let me look. It's. I want to say it's Sam underscore Dorman one. If ever, anybody's interested in following my shenanigans, I usually just act a fool and have a good time. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.